Well, welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. I'm so glad you could join us today. I'm Daryl Barber, and I'm going to be your host. Those of you who've been following this podcast know I'm doing a message right now called Mark by Mercy, and uh, just seeing the mercy of God in our lives through the Scripture and through the lives of people uh, and different stories throughout the Bible. Uh, what a good God we serve. He's not only a good God, He's a great God. And I'm so glad for His mercy in my life. I need it every day. I need, I'm thankful for the grace of God in my life. What a gift to have that grace. But I want to jump right into the Word today. And uh, we looked at last week, and it's just the last thing we finished with, actually, was uh, I gave you a story about uh, Romans chapter 7, about where it's making a separation, knowing that you don't have two men living in your life. It's not the old man and the new man. Uh, a lot of people have been living in duality, uh, but I'm telling you, the old man was buried in baptism. So right now, you might have memories of the old man that was in your life, but now you're a new creation in Christ Jesus, a new creature that never lived before. And now you're walking in a whole new world in the things that God has set up for you and the things that he has planned for you. And uh, when you get rid of the duality and know that old man's gone, you can really uh, walk in the freedom that Jesus paid for you to have. You know, this great mercy that the Lord's given us is the only way we can be marked by mercy to serve our generation. He doesn't give us what we deserve, thank God, but he declares us righteous and he gives us access to his throne so that we can find the help uh, in our time of need. You know what? This is what over, overwhelms us and it overtakes our heart to mark us. And it causes us to dedicate our lives in service to Him. And that's, to me, that's because we're being loved when we don't deserve to be loved. You know, most every one of us probably feel that way. Um, what a loving God that He forgive me from all the things that were in my life before I came to Him. He not only forgives me, but, you know, we read Scripture earlier that He throws them into the depths of sea. You know, those things are as far as the east is from the west, you know, and thank God for his mercy. There's a story I want to share with you today. Uh, there's a story in Acts chapter 8 about Simon the sorcerer. And uh, really, I believe sometimes we look at this story and we think about, uh, boy, he just blown it and, you know, just a bad situation uh, that's going on here. He, you know, he's just all about wanting money, and you know, he's just because he was really he was a sorcerer, is what he was, and he'd been deceiving the people for a long time, uh, making them think he had power and everything else. But we'll, we'll find out from the Word of God, he did not have power. Uh, he was just deceiving the people. And let me read just a a few verses uh, to you. And I'm probably going to skip around in this because I don't want to read all the way through. But uh, I'm going to get in verse 9. It says, There was a man named Simon who had formerly practiced magic arts in the city uh, to the utter amazement of the Samaritan nation, claiming that he himself was an extraordinary and distinguished person. Now I'm reading now the Amplified Bible. They all paid earnest attention to him from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is that exhibition of the power of God, which is called great or intense. And they were attentive and made much of him because for a long time he had amazed, had amazed and bewildered and dazzled them with his skill in magic arts. But when 
They believed the good news, the gospel about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as Philip preached it. They were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon himself believed. He uh, adhered to and trusted in and relied on the teaching of Philip. And after being baptized, he devoted himself constantly to him and seeing signs and miracles of great power which were being performed, he was utterly amazed. Now when the apostles, the special messengers at Jerusalem, heard that the country of Samaria had accepted and welcomed the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. And they came down and prayed for them that the Samaritans might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen upon any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then the apostles laid their hands on them one by one, and they received the Holy Spirit. However, when Simon saw that the Holy Spirit was imparted through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he brought money and offered it to them, saying, Grant me also this power and authority in order that anyone on whom I place my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, Destruction overtake your money and you, because you have you imagine you could obtain the free gift of God with money. You have neither part nor lot in this matter, for your heart is all wrong in God's sight. It's not straightforward or right or true before God. So repent of this depravity and wickedness of yours and pray to the Lord that if possible, this contriving thought and purpose of your heart may be removed and disregarded and forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and the bond forged by iniquity to fetter souls. And Simon answered, Pray for me, beseech the Lord, both of you, and say, uh, both of you, that nothing of what you have said may befall me. And I said I wasn't going to read it all, but I had to. It's just context so you could get it. But I think we look at this in the wrong way. I don't think that Simon was so much like Peter was saying, so much in bitterness of heart and all the things that, that were going on there. I think Simon's like a lot of us. I think he hit the default button. What happened in him when he saw that taking place, listen, he was a sorcerer. He was doing magic and all this other stuff. So I think he reverted back to who he was. The only life he'd ever knew, you know, this was his life experience and, and really trying to purchase uh, the ability to get people filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, uh, I, I don't think it was something that was uh, as wicked as it sounds in the story. Because when you get to verse 24, he wanted prayer for forgiveness. And I believe the Lord showed him mercy in that. You know, every one of us today, I guarantee you, in your life, you've reverted back. You know, all of us have a familiar place. And, and you know, I'll just say this up front. We need to make the presence of the Lord and the, the, you know, being in his presence, we need to make that our new familiar place. Instead of running back to some of the old things we used to run to, uh, we need to start making a new place and run to the Lord in these things. Uh, instead of, you know, running back to a, a place that's going to be harmful or a place that's not good, you know, uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to find how I can even word this, but you know, it's some people, uh, let me just say it like this. Some people alienate themselves when a situation takes place because they always done that in their lives. That's just who I am, you know? So you seclude yourself. Some people, for example, some people, they have a situation going on. They quit coming to church. 
You know, they quit fellowshipping with the body of Christ and they alienate themselves and become an island. And I'm going to tell you, that is not a place you need to go to. In those situations, we need the body of Christ. We need to surround ourselves with people that are going to speak the word of the Lord over us. Otherwise, we'll get alone on an island like that and we open ourselves to all kinds of different voices. And I'm telling you, in depression and different areas like that where things come to you and whisper in your ear, when you're alone, uh, it's a it's not a good place to be. Uh, people contemplate suicide. They do harm to themselves, you know, and all kinds of discrediting themselves. They lose the value that really the Lord has brought over them. That's why you need the body of Christ so people can lift you up and speak the word of the Lord. Speak what's true of you over you to break those things down. And I think really that's what was going on with Simon in this situation. He went back to a familiar place in that, but you'll see at the end of it, that he prayed really for the mercy of God is what pray that God will forgive me. And to me, that really, that's just my opinion. But I believe that, I believe that he was probably a real good man of God and and just was a new Christian, very immature, but he went back to a familiar place in the way that he'd known life. It takes a while for the Lord to change all of us. And we grow, you know, we grow at whatever pace uh, we want to in the Lord as far as our relationship with Him. But uh, that's my opinion. You didn't think about that. Thank you for joining me today. I'll I'll talk to you next podcast. God bless.